Oh yeah, some of that Fleetwood Mac. I don't even listen to this stuff, but it has an interesting story behind it. Peter Green, if any of you have heard of Peter Green. He was this man, I think he was a guitarist. I think uh, he was a guitarist way back in like the 60s, back when like, you know, the Vietnam War was happening, whatever. He was in England and he was tripping out, taking some drugs and uh, decided to start a band. And um, he got Mick Fleetwood and John McVie, I think it was. Started this band and they went and performed at some local blues festivals and jazz festivals and this and that. And suddenly this band started to take off. And suddenly they were getting all these chicks and touring and blah, blah, blah. And they started making a shit ton of money. And now Peter Green turned to good old Mick Fleetwood and John McVie and was like, hey, we're making a lot of money. We should start doing some drugs. And they were like, eh. And then he did a lot of LSD. And then eventually he turned around again and said, hey, we're making a lot of money. We should just give it away. And then that's when they fell apart and Peter Green got kicked out of the band and the band became Fleetwood Mac. Yes, the people we just listened to. Anyways, on to some less depressing stuff. Out of nowhere, I know, but I tell you, you can't always just be looking at the negatives. Peter Green, though. Shout out to him wherever he is. Um, I don't even know. I wonder if he's still alive. Is Peter Green alive? Damn, missed him by two years. Three years. 2020. RIP, Peter Green. Anyways, you know what I was thinking? Um, I was at work the other day. And, um, you know, religious times are coming around every now and then. Some days there's... Oh, well... Some month there's Ramadan, then there's a Christian thing, then there's Easter, then there's Christmas, then there's, you know, Vesakhi for the six or blah, blah, blah. There's always something that's religious-based coming up. And I was thinking with all these religious idols and the Pope and so on and so forth, like, who's replacing this generation of priests? Like, I don't know anyone training to become a priest anymore. And it's the easiest job. You get free everything as well, except you can't marry. I mean... Depends who you are. I don't know if um, I wonder if an imam can marry in, in Islam, but I know some priests can't marry. Depending if you're Catholic or Anglican or whatever, I don't know which one it is. But besides that, like you know, I've I've seen some married priests. I remember I was coming up in um, primary school, and there was I think he was married. I think one of the priests full on was married, and it was the big talk. We're like, well, either priest couldn't be married. Anyways, the point is. I haven't seen anyone saying, oh, yeah, like, I'm trained to be a priest. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm I'm being a trader. I'm going to be a bricklayer. Oh, you know, I'm studying uh, business. I'm so Nobody's like, yo, I'm doing a traineeship to become a priest. Where are all the priests at? Does anybody know a priest or somebody that's training to become a priest or a nun or something? Like, who's going to be it? If you think about it, there's going to be that gap. And if you are out there listening to this and you find yourself thinking, what do I do in life, you know? I'm, I'm trying to be financially well off. You know, I don't want to be a brokey and I don't want to blah, blah, blah. Be a priest, man. Convert, do whatever you want to do. If you're not that religious, just fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? And nobody could tell because people were falling out of love of religion these days. I swear to God. I'm talking about Christians specifically because you don't see that many like dedicated Christians anymore. You know, like back in the day I had, um, shit, I think I talked about it before in this podcast, but I had this teacher, Miss Brown. Um, Miss Brown was a dedicated, I think she was training to be a nun. 
Now, this is, keep in mind, the year's like 2006. Like, I'm well, well early, early days of primary school. Um, <clears throat> I must have been in year one in 2006. And um, she was training to be a nun. That was the word on the street. Well, the word on the playground, anyways. And so she was always saying, do you, like, you know, she'd make us, like, morning prayer. Pray before recess. Pray before lunch. Pray before we leave. And I'm not even fucking Christian the whole time. But I wonder how she felt about that. Because she knew I wasn't. You know, if you could just look at me and I'm the only fucking brown kid in there. Or the only kid that's not white in that class. And, uh, you know, got the funny name. And, you know, every now and then, like, if I didn't catch the bus, my mom and dad would come pick me up. And spoke another language. Like, I bet she knew. But she was just like, fuck it, you pray as well. Which, there's nothing wrong with it, whatever. It's not like I was, you know, there getting converted. But I wonder how she felt about that. And I wonder if she is a nun now. And can nuns can't marry, I know that for sure. But she had a dead personality, that's all I can remember. I mean, what talking was I to doing, uh, doing with her at six years old? But, you know when you can tell that somebody doesn't have much, like somebody's fixated on one topic, you know what I mean? Like somebody discovered something, I felt like she had discovered God, and now she was fixated on God. Cause, and, and I know what you're wondering, well how could you tell? You were just a six year old running around, shitting yourself on the monkey bars, because... None of the other staff really talked to her. You know, it was just, hey, Miss Brown, uh, we're, we've, we're down a, a permanent marker. Could we borrow a permanent marker? And she'd be like, yeah, yeah, of course you can. And that was it. You never, you saw the other staff hanging out, you know, when you'd line up outside your classroom, they'd be talking, they'd be chatting a bit of shit, or they'd be walking out to their cars at the end of the day together. She was always alone, man. Sad or not, she brought it upon herself because she, she probably only talked about religion. You know, she dressed like a nun. She was basically, she was basically a nun. She must have been like two months out of like getting a certified to be a nun certificate. I don't know, whatever you got to do there. But, you know, sometimes it's not even about a dead personality. Because a lot of people have dead personalities. It's more about like you probably don't have anything in common. Like I didn't, fair enough, like I'm saying she had a dead personality, which 90% of the people out there do. But if I was into religion... I wouldn't think she had a dead personality because we'd have common ground. Sometimes it's it's it. There's a difference between a dead personality and not having something in common because there's um a few boys in my uni class, and we have nothing in common. But because I ca- I carry the chat and like, you know I can and then I find things that we have like our degrees in common. But like if we didn't have the degree, wouldn't we wouldn't have much to talk about. So it's that common ground. You know, it's like you being really into video games and you go talk to some kid who's really into video games. You now have common ground. But if you try and step outside of that common ground, that's when you find out if they have a dead personality or not. If they can carry topics outside. It's all about communication, man. But like, that's how you find out if they have a dead person. It's just about finding common ground and then can you step out of that common ground. You know what I mean? And that's where people get uncomfortable and they're like, well, what do you want to like? Everyone wants to stick to what they know, you know. They, oh, I used to listen to Fleetwood Mac and that's all I talk about. Speaking of music, you know, they say the music you listen to in high school will forever be your favourite music. Now, I don't know who says that, but they say it. So whoever that is, you know, give the facts because what did I listen to in high school, man? I was bumping like... Just some hip-hop rap shit, probably. Oh, yeah, and just, like, some... You know, back then, house music was big. Um, But I wonder if that's a thing. Now, that's the psychology behind that. 
well, the theory behind that is that reminiscing on old times, high school times were good times, blah, blah, blah. So then when you look back upon it, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, this was, I was happy during this stage of my life and this, that. This sucks for someone who's listening and in, is in high school and doesn't like it. I didn't like high school either, but, like, I liked, it was a cool, it was a cool stage when you look back, but. So if you got bullied in high school, you probably don't like your high school music is what I'm trying to say. But at the end of the day, it is a high point in your life because you're not really doing much. You're just kind of, I mean, you're just kind of chilling, like doing fucking homework and shit. Whenever I see high schoolers now, I'm like, just fucking go do your homework, bro. What are you doing outside of home, bro? Fucking do a U-turn, go home, you got shit to do. Don't be chilling at uh, High Point Shopping Center at fucking 5 p.m. Go home, bro. Get in your fucking pajamas. But, you know, high or not, it's like chicks that, that were like, you know, hot once and now they're not hot and they, cause they got older or blah, blah. Oh, fun fact. Listen to this. I had a, um, I had a mate, uh, an older mate who had a cousin and whatever. She used to be attractive, right? Like really attractive i think she a model on the side blah blah not really model model you know mgm you know, you know those chicks that are on instagram and they and they buy at mgm models or, or at blah 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 model agency like whatever you did a photo shoot or two anyway she was one of those chicks and um that was when we were young and now we're you know now we're in our 20s and and she's in like her 30s and this is um you know when i went back to sydney a while ago and so it's kind of like, it's kind of died out her looks, which is, that's normal. That's normal. You're not going to stay attractive forever. If you're really attractive right now and you're freaking 21 or 22 or 26, like everyone knows, even they know that it's going to leave. Anyway, so I think it was, you know, you have a baby, you get a bit bigger, blah, blah, blah. It's all fucking, don't be down on yourself. Anyways, you can change that though. You know, She's at the bar and back in the day she would just get the bartender's attention just by being at the bar, right? You know what I mean? She goes there, she's freaking, he's there, he's like, oh my God, such a hot chick, which I would never, I would never just see it, a person that's like attractive and be like, oh my God, let me just give them what they want. Like, dumb as shit. But anyways, back in the day, that's what it was for her. And so I saw her at the bar trying to get the bartender's like attention and it didn't work and she got so mad. You know, because she was relying on the only skill she used to have, you know, that she doesn't have anymore. You know what I mean? And, and it was sad to see, but you got to adapt and develop like a nice as fuck personality or be humble or get left behind, bro. Because like at the end of the day, it's a, it's an evil world we live in. But she was, it was, it was like she didn't adapt or she kind of saw in that stage where she was like, ah, it's over almost. You know what I mean? It kind of like an epiphany type of moment and it's it's crazy how much it's changed because back then she was like you know we were young and the socials were big but they weren't like it was still like approaching people in person type of thing so she was probably like this is it right but whereas that bartender probably yeah i could go on instagram and see a hundred of you you know what i mean like who knows maybe like the times changed so much you know it's weird is um the era of knowing people like if you think about it strictly through socials is like low key upon us. Let me say that one more time. The era of knowing people strictly through socials is upon us, like strictly online. Like you ever been with someone somewhere 
uh, blah, 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 you're with fucking Joshua XYZ at um, Melbourne Central or at um, Sydney Central Station or whatever. Um, and he's like, oh, oh, I know that person. I know that person. And you're like, oh, shit, go say hello. And they're like, no, 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 I just, I just follow him on Instagram. What? <laughs> you just follow him on Instagram? Why? It's just like a, I don't do it, but like, it's like a, I know them, they say they know them well enough to like follow him on Instagram or they just gave him a random follow. And they know who they are. I see your photos. I see your stories. I know what you're up to on Thursday night. I know what you're up to on Sunday night, but I don't know you enough to 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 see you in public and say what's up because it'd just be weird. It'd, it'd be like, I wonder if anybody's ever done that. Oh, hey, what's up? I saw your story. You were at um fucking blah, blah, blah beach on a Saturday. <laughs> right? You wouldn't even like, how awkward would that be? Some person that you've only known online if you just went up because you saw them in person. You're like, oh, hey, by the way, I follow you on Instagram <laughs> and and I saw you. Apply. They'd just be weird as fuck, right? And that's why nobody probably does that. But that's what you got to stop doing, man. Stop following, like, unless you're going to talk to them or whatever. But, like, um, the whole, like, you know, I, I just know them strictly through Instagram. It's like, why? Why even? You know, it's like, it's like, why do you have your age in your Insta bio? Why? What are you trying to, what are you trying to get out there? You know what I mean? It's a weird thing. It's like telling people you graffiti or something. It's like, what are you doing with your time? You know, but, but people who tag and do graffiti constantly, like, it's a, it's a weird thing to do, you know. Let's just, that is a real first world thing to do. If you go to India, if you go to any third world country, like a real third world country, you know, not like Brazil or something, like a real India, blah, 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 fill in the blank, Vietnam, you never see graffiti on any walls because people don't have time. Imagine turning around, you're in the slums and you're starving and you turn around to fucking Raj and you're like, Oi, you want to go write some shit on that wall? He'd fucking slap you. Sorry. I like, what the, f- like <laughs> you want to go write shit on it. You want to spend money, our money that we're starving for. And you want to go write shit on a wall. So I wonder if anybody has a mate that does graffiti, you know, they must be constantly telling their mates to oh, slow down that car, slow down the car, slow down the car when they're on the highway because they've tagged some fucking pole that you drive by at like 100 kilometers an hour and you can't even read, you know, oh, Tom was here, 2016 tag. Like, you know what I mean? It's always 20-something. You never see, you know, Brian was here in 1967. It's always like 2012, 2008, 2017, 2020. Like, it's always like, in the, so that, I wonder when that started. Imagine how weird it would have been when graffiti started, when people just started turning around to their mates and saying, oh, bro, I'm going to start writing on shit. Like, <laughs> that must have been the dumbest thing when it started. It must have been, like, how stupid planking was or how stupid. Well, I guess at the time it wouldn't have been stupid because everybody would have, like, let's just go write on shit. I wonder. Maybe when permanent markers became abundant, I don't know. But I had a mate in year nine, um, this Tongan boy, man. He had it all going for him, man. He had it. He had the freaking, the genetics, he was a big boy, big rugby player, got a scholarship, you know, typical, like, he he had it going in terms of sport anyway, not not so much the mentals, you know, not so much his, his uh, academics. Anyways, um, he was, one day he came up and he was like, yo, what are you doing this weekend? And I was like, shit, I don't know why, what's up? And he was like, yo, uh, we're going to go tag some that he that's what he used to call it we're gonna go tag some some uh some places 
in the inner west. Uh, this is in Sydney, in the inner west. Uh, very hip areas, you know what I mean? And I was like, nah, I'm cool, bro. And he's like, bro, we just spent $300 at Bunnings. Loser. Anyways, $300. For, even if somebody asked me now, bro, can I borrow $300? I'd be like, what do you need it for, you strap? Like, $300 in year nine was like a fucking, like, 10K, bro. Like, you know what? Not even. Yeah, probably. Like, it was a lot of money in year nine at the age of, like, 14. I was like, what the fuck? Especially boarding school. Like, I had to, like, ration my money and shit. I was like, bro, miss me on that shit. Anyways, it's safe to say he didn't go down the right path and now he's whatever. We won't touch on that. But even then, like, it's weird coming across and, and, and saying, let's just go right on shit. But whatever, I guess that's how art started. That's how blah, blah, blah started. That's how, you know. Yeah, I wonder when that era will end. Right now they're in their prime. Oh, maybe they were in their prime when it started in 2010 or whatever. You know, it's like Doomsday's, Doomsday Preppers. Like, they were probably having, like, a wet dream during COVID. You know what I mean? They were like, finally, finally it's happening. Anyways, that's all the time I have today. I know it was a short episode. I know, blah, blah, blah. Bring it back. Be more consistent. Um, But it is what it is, man. Uh, Actually, I might, I might answer a quick anonymous submission. Nah, we'll save it for the next one. We'll save it for the next one. All right, then. Catch you later, man. Take care and all.